Hey, come on in, come on in, and welcome to Entrepreneurs Can Party. Let me show you around. This is an entrepreneurship podcast for business owners, entrepreneurs, creatives, and those aspiring to be so. The aim is to introduce you to inspiring, like-minded people who are doing what they love every single day and having so much fun in the process. You see, business can and should be fun. I'm your host, Scott Stockdale, and it's my job to tease out their habits, routines, successes, failures, favorite resources, books, etc., etc. All that good stuff. Alrighty, make yourself at home, grab yourself a drink, and let's get this party started. Hey, hey, welcome to episode 67 of Entrepreneurs Can Party. I'm your host, Scott. And on today's episode, I'm going to be talking through some working from home tips I found particularly useful during this very strange time we all find ourselves in. Bit of context, I've been working from home since May of this year, and it's the first time I've ever worked from home, and I'm finding it very difficult, fraught with difficulties, you know, going down YouTube rabbit holes, taking way too many breaks, etc, etc. I probably shouldn't be releasing this right now, but I'm going to do it anyway. Yeah. Lots of difficulties associated with working from home. And I know I'm not alone. Many of my friends have reached out saying they're having trouble as well. So I want to give a few practical tips which have helped me to some extent. These aren't conclusive and they may help you to differing degrees, but hopefully you'll get a few little bits of advice from this episode. And just on that, I think this is a bit of a bonus if you like, but Something I have found useful as well, as well as these tips which I'll go through in today's episode, is actually finding other hobbies. So I have started doing more writing on medium.com, which for those who don't know is a writing platform where you share your ideas about anything you want essentially. It's a fantastic platform, one I have dabbled in many a time before, but in more recent weeks I've made a very firm commitment with myself to actually start publishing on there more regularly. So if you would like to check out what I've been writing about, stuff about my dad, stuff about relationships, failed relationships, all sorts of stuff on there I've been writing about, then you can find a link to that in the show notes. I'll be sure to provide one. Or, or you can just search Scott Stockdale on Medium and you should be able to find me there as well. Do let me know, are you starting any hobbies during this lockdown period? I would love to hear them as much for inspiration for myself, but of course I can then share these ideas with other people because I think we are all looking for more things to do during this time to occupy ourselves and make sure we don't go insane. <laughs> so that would be, that's a public announcement, if you like, a public plea. Alrighty, without further ado, let's jump into today's show, which is all about working from home tips. Alrighty, so today's episode is all about home productivity tips, working from home productivity tips. And the reason I'm recording this episode today is because a few people have reached out to say that they're in this boat of working from home and they're finding it really, really difficult. Lacking motivation, not having those interactions with people in the office, etc, etc. So I thought it would be useful to share some tips which have worked for me over the last three or four months. feels like I've been working from home forever, (laughs) but in reality it has only been... Uh, about a quarter of the year so I thought yeah exactly that let's share some tips now something I'm accused of is being super productive you know obviously with a podcast going and working nine to five having a virtual assistant 
doing Amazon FBA. There's a lot kind of going on. And I think the only reason this is possible is because I've kind of got systems in place which kind of make this easier. But today's episode isn't really about those systems. You know, if you wanted to find out more about how to hire a virtual assistant and how to outsource some work to a VA, I have done an episode on that. I'll put a link to that in the show notes. But I've got three tips for you today to make working from home easier and more productive. So let's jump straight into them. Tip number one is set a timer on tasks. So this is something I've done from the get-go and it has been super useful because I think the temptation is when you are working from home, time seems very long and your days can seem very long. So what can end up happening is you put those tasks that you need to do on hold and you go down the rabbit hole of YouTube videos, procrastinating, reading, etc when actually you should be doing the work. So by setting a timer on tasks, you know, flip open your phone or on the laptop, just set a timer for say 20 minutes to focus on a task or 40 minutes on a task. And then you've got that time pressure. So even though your day is effectively along, you know, you've got eight hours, eight, nine hours, whatever it is at work, by splitting it up into those 40 minute chunks or 20 minute chunks or an hour chunks, however you want to do it, it puts that time pressure on you and it just helps you be more productive by not procrastinating, if that makes sense. To give you an example, something I do most days is check my emails because I have to do that for work. So I don't tend to do that in the morning. That's another (laughs) separate tip. I tend to do the tasks which require most effort in the morning when I'm most motivated, you might say, do those yeah, eat your frog for breakfast sort of tasks in the morning and then save things which don't really require too much effort for the afternoon because typically once I've had lunch I am less productive anyway. So yeah, just on that, yeah, save, that's this kind of a bonus tip if you like, save the tasks which don't require much effort for the afternoon. It, it helps. So with the email task example, I'd probably set maybe 20 minutes to check emails and then on the back of those checking checking those emails I would then have to follow up on certain things you know I might have to provide reports on certain emails I might have to do various bits of pieces for other members of my team on the back of those emails but the 20 minutes that I allocate to the timer is just purely for the checking and just kind of sorting those emails so that's tip number one put a timer on tasks That can be on your phone, although I'd suggest actually doing it on your laptop because, of course, when you do stuff on your phone, there are so many temptations. Checking social media, replying to messages, you know the drill. So if you can avoid using your phone as much as possible, I find that to be very useful as well. So kind of three tips in that. Um, Hopefully one of those is useful. Official tip number two, go for long walks at lunch or do some sort of exercise at lunch. I think this is really useful for a couple of reasons. Doing exercise is good for you, and actually you should try and get up off your chair as much as possible to get the blood flowing, get more oxygen to your brain, and so you can be more productive post-lunch. The second reason is it gives you a bit more structure to your day. So by having that schedule of, okay, working in the morning, going for a long walk and then having lunch and then doing work in the afternoon 
just kind of breaks things up a little bit and gives you that structure. So yeah, going for a long walk at lunch or <laughs> medium-sized walk at lunch is very useful as well. And as much as anything else, it gets you to out your house and seeing people. And of course, when you're working from home, there is a tendency not to see people during the day because you just get bogged down in your work and you don't really interact with people like you would in an office. So just seeing some friendly faces on the street can be really nice as well. So that's tip number two. Go for a medium-sized walk, long, a long walk at lunch. Tip number three, and the final tip today, is have a workspace dedicated to work. A few reasons for this. Atomic Habits by James Clear, fantastic book which I've talked about numerous times in this podcast. Well, not today's podcast, but in previous podcasts. And this talks about how you can build really actionable habits. And one of the key pillars of building a habit is having spaces dedicated to certain areas of your life. For example, going to a gym, you know that when you go to a gym, you're going to work out. Pretty clear environment, uh, pretty, pretty clear workspace dedicated to going to the gym. Equally, when you go to the bathroom, <laughs> you know you've got to either go to the toilet or go for a shower, go for a bath, clean your teeth, etc. Those spaces are clearly assigned to the tasks. Similarly, you can do that and apply that same principle to workspaces. So if you have a, a kitchen area that you dedicate to work or a spare room that you can dedicate to work from working from home or uh, a room, a part of your house which you wouldn't otherwise use, try and dedicate that to, to work. And it has a few clear uh, psychological benefits. The first of those is when you enter that space, then you know, okay, this is work time now. Your brain kind of switches gears and it just knows that this is time to do work. So that's the obvious benefit. And I think the other benefit is it just frees up the rest of your space to, you know, to enjoy yourself. You're not thinking about work. So having a clearly defined space to do work just means those boundaries of work and play are more obvious and you're not kind of blurring those as much. So it's really useful. I guess the only thing to be aware of is something I've certainly found is when you dedicate a space to work, that space is almost out of bounds for every other <laughs> everything else. So what I mean is, for example, at home where I am at the moment, my spare room is effectively my workspace. And in the spare room, I used to play the keyboard, play the trombone, read, do other things in that spare room. But now I feel like I can't because that room has become this place where I know that I have to work. So it just feels really uncomfortable when I'm doing other things besides work in that room. And I actually, I don't get that same enjoyment anymore from playing the piano and the trombone in that room, which is a real shame. But that is just something to be aware of. So those are my three tips for you today to make working from home more productive. Just to quickly summarise those. So setting a timer on tasks, specifically on your laptop or work computer if you can, just so you're not tempted to look at your phone too much, you know, go on social media, check messages, check emails, etc. Tip number two, go for long walks at lunch or medium-sized walk at lunch. And finally, tip number three, 
have a workspace dedicated to work to kind of separate work from play. Those are my three tips for you. I would love to hear if you've got any other tips you'd like to share. So do get in touch. You can find me on so you can find me on Instagram at Entrepreneurs Can Party or LinkedIn, Scott Stockdale, or you can email me, Scott at EntrepreneursCanParty.com. Yeah, if you have any other tips that you would love to share with me, I would be all ears and I am always looking to optimize my work environment. So yeah, if you've got any tips for me, which I can then share with other listeners, I would love to hear those. So please do get in touch. I hope you found this episode useful and until next week where I'll have another guest episode and solo episode waiting for you, I hope you enjoy the rest of your Saturday or whenever you're listening to this episode and until next time, I'll speak again very, very soon. Do take care. If you found value in this free podcast, all I ask you to do is subscribe so you don't miss a single episode and maybe tell somebody else about it if you feel like it would bring value to them as well. You don't have to leave a review or write a post on social, but if you do, I promise to give you a shout out on a future episode, and of course, you have my eternal thanks. I'm at Entrepreneurs Can Party on Instagram, LinkedIn, TikTok, and Twitter, and I'd love to hear from you. If you message me wherever or email me at scott at entrepreneurscanparty.com, I promise to reply. Just give me a little time. <laughs>